I'm Daryl Baskin. You're listening to the future of real estate on your home for success. 105.7. Remember to find your next home at homeguidetulsa.com. One address, thousands of homes, homeguidetulsa.com. Divorce financial planning. <laughs> that sounds like a, a, a conflict in terms because divorces are expensive. Uh, they generally wreck your finances and how you would create a plan uh, going through that. I, I'm sure that raises lots of questions. Well, my expert here, Kristen Afalumo with Her Planning, uh, herplanning.com, by the way. Kristen, thanks for being with me today. You know, I, I've been through a divorce. I know a lot of people have been through a divorce. And, of course, the joke uh, to and maybe this is only in certain crowds, but why are divorces so expensive? Because they're worth it. And uh, that is uh, sometimes you have to question that because they can be really expensive. You're cutting things in half when you do it. But, but getting through to the other side and seeing the other side and knowing there's a life ahead is a really good point to focus on. Can you take over from here and say, well, like, what, what should you think about if you think a divorce may be on your horizon? Yeah, so that's a really great question. Um, I find that I tend to engage, if I'm engaging with someone and they're going through a divorce, I tend to engage with the what we call the non-CFO spouse. So typically in a couple, there's one person who's really into the finances, who likes to make the financial decisions, who might be doing some investing on their own. Um, in a lot of cases, this is the working spouse, too, if there's a couple where one's not working. And so where I would start if I'm considering a divorce, and I have this checklist on my website, by the way, um, but it's just getting to know what's going on with your finances, starting to collect statements, making lists of accounts and things that you own, uh, just to kind of understand the lay of the land. You may not understand a lot of the terminology, but just getting and collecting statements for all of what you own um, and starting to make that list is really where I would start. Now, this is something that you should do anyway. I mean, I've, I've had right. financial planners come in and uh, start to say, well, what what do you have here? And uh, what's this account number, et cetera? And uh, in the very beginning, I mean, I was just kind of a kid and I was like, I don't know. And so he showed me how to put it together and uh, create a, a three ring binder that had everything and it was organized and it became easier to manage, easier to deal with taxes. And of course, okay. when you, and, and I'm a certified divorce real estate expert and you and I've talked about that. And in my mm -hmm. respective field, it's like you've got to, you've got to gather up all this data about the house. Well, one spouse sometimes doesn't know any of it. They're like, well, my right. husband or my wife takes care of all of that. So are you saying uh, begin to educate yourself on what is there if you're that exactly. other party? Yeah. So it sounds like you are the CFO spouse because you would have a really organized three ring binder, uh, maybe with color coded tabs for all of the categories. In my marriage, I am the CFO spouse. I keep track of where all the money is, where it's going, where it needs to be. And so if you I think the thing is, it's really overwhelming and people don't know where to start when it comes to the financials and the, and the divorce. But I always say start where you are and just start to gather the information. Even if you don't understand what the information is, just collect it. And then someone like myself can help you sort through uh, and make sense of what's important. Now, are, are you considered a forensic specialist here in, uh, in investigating this stuff? Uh, how do you go about that? No, 
No, so there is such a thing as a forensic accountant. I am not one of those. And so really the, the difference between myself and a forensic is a forensic is investigating um, and doing additional resource to find out often what's being hidden. I really, my scope of work is typically just working with a couple to clearly identify what they have and the best method for how to separate it. Um, a lot of times couples are concerned about equity and making sure that there's an equi equitable split or sometimes fair, depending on the couple, uh, really comes down to understanding what all the assets are and how their value can be different in different scenarios. Let's talk about that use of the word couple because sometimes divorces are like head-to-head -head battles. And yeah. yet I know you have uh, spoken several times about the collaborative process, which is, look, we're going to end up apart. How can we do that in a way that causes the least amount of damage? And so mm -hmm. when you're saying a couple, you're kind of suggesting they're still working together to to split these assets so that they both walk away with more rather than burning it all to the ground. What's your advice there? Yeah, so it would be my hope and dream that everyone who had to go through a divorce process would go through a collaborative process where they're both working together towards um, a harmonious unraveling of their marriage. And I know that that's not ideal. I'm divorced myself. Um, it, it doesn't always work that way. And if it is working that way, it doesn't work that way the whole time. But um, my advice would be is if you're going through that process to play nice with each of the attorneys when they're doing their discovery and provide all the information. I think what my job often is in a collaborative setting, if I am the, the uh, financial neutral, would be to help people come up with creative ways to split their assets so that everyone's getting as much as they can of what they want. Um, it won't, everyone won't walk, walk away with everything they want or else it wouldn't have been a negotiation. But thinking of creative ways that we can separate the assets or substitute one asset for another uh, in a way that's fair to both parties but helps people get as much as they can out of the, the financials of the marriage. You use a word uh, financial neutral, and of course, as a certified divorce real estate expert myself, my job is to be that neutral on the on the real estate, and that that I'm representing uh, the parties to get the best uh, on the sale of the home. And you're uh -huh. doing that for if you're a, a neutral there, you're working for both parties without bias to to right. benefit both of them. Uh, describe that. So I also work, I, I work as a certified divorce financial analyst. I do, I am a certified divorce financial analyst. So um, when it comes to being the financial neutral in a collaborative setting, um, I, you would have your two attorneys, a mental health expert and myself. And my job is really to understand what each of your goals are in the process and to take account for what all you have and give you um, different scenarios in which you could separate the assets. So that might mean for one of the spouses, like I mentioned, uh, that, that one spouse may need more education on how, um, how the assets work when he or she would need to pay taxes on them, if they're liquid or illiquid, how to split up debt, things like that. Uh, my, but my job is ultimately to make sure everyone feels confident and as competent as possible around the financial, um, the scenarios, and then to help the parties select a scenario that best fits what they're trying to accomplish in their divorce. Kristen Afalumo with uh, her planning, herplanning.com. Kristen, good to talk to you. Thank you, good to talk to you as well.
You're listening to the Market Experts Show with EXP Realty. I'm Daryl Baskin.